Good morning, Michigan. Steve Basin coming to you live this morning. I want to thank everyone for all the responses that we have received this past week from our last broadcast. Um, we've received phone calls, text messaging, emails. They're all appreciated, even if you disagree with me here um, and, and want to discuss some things. That's wonderful. Please do. Uh, you can always get in touch with us. You can always contact us. Um, this morning on air, though, however, I would like to let you know that you can contact us during this program live. And that contact phone number is, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it, 734, uh, let's somewhere. I got it in my records, 822-1600. That's 734-822-1600 is WHAM radio uh, phone number. You can call me there to have a conversation with me live this morning. Or after the program, if you would like to text me or call me on my cell phone number, that's 231 425-6044. This program is being brought to you by your friends with the Church of Christ located at 3816 West Fountain Road in Ludington, Michigan, 49431. Now you may be asking, what is a guy from Ludington, Michigan doing on radio in Ann Arbor? Well, that's a good question, and I'm going to answer that briefly, and then we're going to get into the real meat of today's broadcast. But frankly and bluntly, nobody in your area, Ann Arbor, Detroit, Wayne County, Oakland, Macomb, Washtenaw, teaches the truth. They're all caught up into fanciful, futurist idealism, uh, into fear-mongering like we're in the last days, like the mark of the beast is among us, like we're getting prepared for the rapture and Armageddon, etc., etc. They're teaching these false ideas. They're teaching these false notions. They're whipping people up into... Uh, fright and hysteria and and fear and it's manipulation and it's causing them to believe in a false god. Jesus promised that all things written would be fulfilled 2,000 years ago in that generation when they would see Jerusalem compassed with armies by the by the Roman army explicitly. That's Luke 21, 20 through 32. Jesus wasn't wrong. Jesus was not wrong. All of the things that we read about in prophecy in the scripture were written to a people at a different time and a different place for a different set of circumstances and events were, which were imminent to them 2000 years ago. When we read the Bible today, we're reading somebody else's mail. That's what we're doing. If, for example, Paul to the church, which is at Thessalonica, John to the seven churches, which are in Asia, the book of revelation, you know, Speaking of that, in Revelation chapter 1, verse 1, there John wrote that the revelation was from God to Jesus, from Jesus to the angel, and the angel gave those things to John about things which were to shortly come to pass. Behold, the time is at hand for the seven churches which are in Asia. Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. The things written in the book of Revelation were at hand and were to shortly come to pass for the seven churches of Asia 2,000 years ago. People today read the book of Revelation and they start saying, oh, no, no, uh, these things are written to us and, and these things are happening in, in our... No, no, no. There is what we call an inclusio argument. An inclusio argument is when a book opens up with a topic and ends with a topic, everything within that topic pertains to the same thing. 
The book starts and opens with the admonition, the events of these things that are written therein are to shortly come to pass. Bill, the time is at hand. Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 and 3. But in Revelation chapter 22, the exact same, the exact same admonition is give, given. The time is at hand. These things are going to shortly come to pass. Uh, I'm coming quickly. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen. About what? About things that were to happen to the seven churches of Asia 2,000 years ago. It was about the end of the old covenant world, not the physical planet. All right. Now, let's get into a little bit of the meat of today's program. And again, 734-822-1600. I haven't forgotten the caller that called us in the last few minutes of last week's program. He said that we're in the last days. And he said that these things that are going on right now with the vaccinations and how they're getting the nanotechnology and the tracking stuff within us, uh, the phones and, and, and all this, these things are marks of the beast. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to lead into that. Before I do, however, I want to read a few news headlines from a webpage called Populist Press. It's populist.press. And it's similar to a Drudge Report where this Populist Press takes all kinds of news reports from all kinds of news sources. And they post them, the things that they find interesting here at this one place. And if you want to read the article, it'll take you to the very source of that information. So what I want to do right now is read a few of the headlines from Populous Press because, man, it sure seems like we're in the last days and it sure seems like it's prophetic and, you know, <laughs> it's apocalyptic. And so let's talk about it for a few moments. Let's let's see what the Populous Press has to say this morning. And I'm reading from the top of headlines. Chemical attack at public park. Hazmat on scene. That's one headline. DOJ caught assisting Biden to win the election. Hmm. Attorney General Merrick Garland just violated his pledge. Dems who fled Texas just got devastating news. Ronna McDaniel, McDaniel finally gets what she deserves. Kamala Harris just humiliated on national television. Kamala Harris is getting very nervous. Trump absolutely wrecks Fox News and Brett Baer. Unreal. Biden just invited the United Nations to investigate. I'm going to hone in on that one, folks, in just a few moments. Um, let me continue reading some of these headlines. I think you'll find it fairly interesting at, at populist.press. And by the way, I have no connection to them. I, 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 I don't, they don't sponsor me, nothing like that. In fact, you never find me, you never hear me asking for money on this program. It's been brought to you totally free. We're not after your money. We're after your hearts. We want you to we want you to start using your minds and your thinking caps and reasoning and and stop being buffaloed by all the false news that's out there. But let's let's just keep reading a couple of these headlines for a moment. Can't stand with socialists. Dems le, Dem leaves his own party and joins the GOP. Okay, all right. So what else do we have here? Rental car companies across the United States struggle to replace diminished fleets. Canceled Keystone Pipeline Company suing the U.S. for $15 billion. OPEC Plus meets to agree oil supply boost as prices rise. Now, let me drop down. I, I want to read this one to you. Are you all ready for some, some more of this stuff? Uh, big Tech wants to run mines with brain chips. Oh, getting back to the mark of the beast, huh? Okay. California approves nation's first state-funded guaranteed income program. Wow. 
Let me reread that one. California approves nation's first state-funded guaranteed income program. I've not read that article, but you could click on this link and go to that article. Some news source is reporting this. But if this is true, man, what what a catastrophe. What devastation is coming very soon to California if this is true, that California approves nation's first state-funded guaranteed income program. You're guaranteed income now no matter what. No matter where, no matter how, and you're guaranteed a certain amount of income, ah, we're destined for failure, folks. But let's get back to the one I really want to hone in on here for a moment, okay? And that is unreal. Biden just invited the United Nations to investigate. This is being reported by the GOP Daily Brief. That's the news source, GOP Daily Brief. Let me read this to you, if I may. Biden just invited the United Nations to investigate America. The president wants them to look into racism and xenophobia. Xenophobia. Wow. Listen to this news article. What's happening? These days, Democrats are determined to convince Americans of just how terrible they are. Joe Biden, perhaps hoping to distract from his failures, is propping up paper tigers as threats to our country. In fact, he is so driven to convince us about these problems, he's enlisting the help of the deeply corrupt United Nations. What is this body known for? Uh, what is this body known for ignoring human rights violations going to do? Root out racism, xenophobia, of course. From the U.S. Department of State. Now, here's a quote. From the U.S. Department of State, the United States intends to issue a formal standing invitation to all United Nations experts who report and advise on thematic human rights issues. As a first step, we have reached out to offer an official visit by the United Nations Special Rapporteur on contemporary forms of racism and the United Nations Special Rapporteur and minority issues, repertoire and uh, and minority issues. I also welcome the United Nations Human Rights Council adoption today in Geneva of a resolution to address systematic, excuse me, systemic racism against Africans and people of African descent in the context of law enforcement. Now that's a quote from the State Department. In order to push their far-left agenda, Biden administration is asking the United Nations to investigate racism and xenophobia in America. Finally, the United Nations, a body that cannot even govern itself, is going to fix all of our problems, the GOP reports. (sighs) Where do you go when you read stuff like this? What do you think? You know, there's people out there right now listening to me saying, well, is that such a bad idea? Let's let's get the United Nations to help us. Wait a minute. Hang on here. First of all, the United Nations is known for supporting corrupt regimes and ignoring human rights violations all over the globe. In fact, they've offered in, created human rights violations all over the globe. They are a evil, wicked entity looking to control the masses. That's what they are. To invite them in to help the United States of America and our problems, quote unquote, is beyond belief. It's like we're living in the twilight zone. 
It's Rod Serling could not have made this stuff up. Biden is asking the UN to root out racism and xenophobia in the United States. The State Department claimed racism, racial discrimination, and xenophobia is a major problem in America. Wait a minute. I think the only problem that we have like that in America is the one that these people are trying to create to put citizen against citizen. That's what I think. Um, we got a phone call. All right, let's uh, let's see what we got. Go ahead, uh, uh, Derek. Patch that phone call through. It looks like we have Tim on the phone with us this morning. Good morning, Tim. Morning, Steve. Morning. How you doing? I'm doing good. Please speak loudly and go ahead. Uh, just a couple quick questions. Um, doesn't it say in the Bible that the old stuff was done and written down for our, an example to us so we don't follow into the same stuff? Oh, that's exactly right, Tim. That's a good point, and that's where we're going to be going this morning. Okay, and the second question is, knowing that the wicked ones know the Bible usually better than most Christians, uh, that's true. Doesn't it, doesn't it seem obvious that they would do things that would correlate with revelations to make it seem like it's the end of the world to get everybody in a panic and so they don't know Absolutely. which way is up and what Absolutely. to believe? Yeah, no, yeah no doubt. They, they... <laughs> so, Go ahead, Tim. I'm sorry. What were you saying? So, you know, you're right. You, uh, you're pointing out the facts. Um, I just wish everybody would wake up. Okay, got, and we're going to get to the Bible topic woke. here real soon. I appreciate that call, Tim, and uh, you, you sort of have an, an insight on store. some of the things where I'm going to. We're going to be discussing the Mark of the Beast in some detail this morning because the last caller from last week's program brought that up, and it says, you know, this, the things that are happening in the United States of America today, they're all signs of the Mark of the Beast. It's all signs of the end of the time, and, and there's several things that we have to bring up, several things that we have to bring up in order for people to understand these things uh, biblically correctly. And so I'm going to bring those things up this morning. But before we even get to that, you know, uh, this whole door knocker stuff where they're sending people door to door uh, to coerce you into getting a vaccine, to educate you. Um, not only are they doing that, they're taking notes on who's being naughty and who's being nice and who's playing ball and who's not, and who has an attitude. And they're taking their notes. They're compiling it. They're keeping it all you know, um, and, and believe me, there's reasons they're doing it. Oh, it's yeah, not just yeah. because, you know, they they just have an interest or they're just curious. There's a motive behind it, and it's an evil motive. It's the same people that are promoting uh, homosexuality, abortion, higher taxes, open borders, all of these ungodly, unethical. They're, they're the ones that are stealing and lying and, and that are greedy and uh, they're the most wicked, evil, vile, despicable segment of civilization that anybody could ever imagine. And they're the ones that are taking the notes on us. The people don't think, do not think for a moment that this whole lockdown thing is over. They're talking about the Delta virus now. They're talking about climate um environmental climate emergency now, and there may be an environmental climate lockdowns coming. Um, they've got a taste of power. They got a taste of telling you you can't breathe fresh air. They got a taste of telling you that you cannot go to work. They got a taste of controlling you and telling you you can't go to church and you can't help your neighbor and and who your God is and, and how you get your money. And they got a taste of this power. They're not going to relinquish it now. 
They're not going to give it up now. They're not going to back off and say, okay, it's all done. It's all over. Uh, everything's good. We're going to go back to 1939 United States of America. Those okay. days are gone, people. They're yep. gone. In my estimation, yep. I don't know that we could ever get it back through voting because that's gone too. They already stole that. It's gone. It's yeah, history. You got to get the machines and do it back the way it's supposed to be done by ballot. You know, show your ID when you go in there. I used to have to do that when I started voting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true, Tim. I didn't know you were still on the line, buddy. Oh. Sorry about that. I started taking off. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, appreciate other, you. Thank you for the call. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off your own program. I shouldn't do that. Uh, no problem, buddy. You have a great day. We'll talk soon. Can I say one more thing? Uh, go ahead, Tim. Um, the only thing that I can find in the Bible that even comes close to being the same as it happened back in those days is when he said that if you turn from me, I'll cast down a delusion and you'll believe a lie. That's what everybody's believing out there is this delusion and a lie. They'll believe a oh, lie yeah. before they believe the truth. But yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. carry on right, and right. keep telling us the truth, man. You, you've got it down. Love you and take care. All right. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tim. Appreciate it. 734-822-1600 is the number if you want to talk to us live this morning on air. Uh, 231-425-6044 is my phone number if you want to contact me afterwards or text message me later. Uh, that's my cell, 231-425-6044. And by the way, I got calls all this past week from last week's program. It was finally good to start getting more calls from the Ann Arbor area. We had just received a few, and now they're starting to come in pretty pretty good. So it, it takes a while to get warmed up. It takes a while to get going and for people to hear you know, who you are and what you're about. But let's get back to the, to, to the target on hand here. You know, people are marked all the time. Um, some people are marked as communist. Some people are marked as evil. Some people are marked as faithful and et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, getting another call here. Somebody wants to be on air. If you want to be on air with me, please call 734-822-1600, 734-822-1600. And that looked like, um, Dino, a paralegal out of irons is calling Dino. If you can call 734-822-1600. Uh, we'll go through Wham Radio. If we can do that, that would be appreciated. And if it's something you want to talk to me about later, then call me on my cell later. But people are marked all the time. People, you know, this marking that we, in Romans chapter 16, verse 17, the apostle Paul wrote, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have received and avoid them. So this is not a recommendation. This is not a just a simply, you know, if you want to do it, go ahead and do it if you want. If you don't want to, you don't have to. This is a commandment. Paul says that we are to mark people. We are to mark those which cause offenses and divisions contrary to the doctrine which we have received and avoid them. Now, how are Christians to mark people? I think that's a good question. Since it's a commandment, that we must mark people, how can we mark them? I have an idea, I, and it's, a, it's an epiphany, right? <laughs> I got this idea some time ago, and every time I discuss this topic, I think it's still relevant, and I like to use this epiphany that I had. Um, 
Boy, uh, Dino just doesn't want to give up. Let's describe this real quick. Dino, good morning. What's up, buddy? Hey, Dino. Hey, Dino. Good morning. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I need that number to call so I can talk to you and share what uh, I have some really valuable, good information for you. Okay. All right. Some of it's historical. All right, yeah. To, uh, announce it on the on the radio or to you right now okay uh derek can you hear him okay or do you want to patch him through the other line yeah just have him call in here to ann arbor okay yeah hey, hey dino if you can call 734-822-1600 822 1600 1600 yep area code 734 thank you 34 you got it thanks buddy all right, looking forward to Dino. Dino's a paralegal out of Irons, Michigan, and every now and then he calls the program. He listens uh, pretty regularly, and he always has some useful information, some things to share with us, and so he should be calling here in a few moments. But let's get back until he calls to the topic at hand. We are to mark people, and I was asking, how can we mark people? And looks like Dino's on the line now. So, Derek, go ahead and patch him through, and we'll, we'll take his call. And then we'll, we'll get back to the marking in just a moment. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dino. Okay. Um, I've been doing some research, and I've been getting some very valuable information from a reliable source that I can't reveal. But I can, I can share this, that uh, after all these years, I found out we're under corporate America since 1871, that's why we've been paying taxes to the Federal Reserve. President Trump has filed bankruptcy a couple, three years ago for corporate America. So technically and legally, even though you're hearing this uh, pantomime thing going on on the news right now, and you're seeing all these clones in, in Hollywood imposters of well, Biden and Harris and everybody else, don't pay attention to that because it's all fake. And okay. uh, it's to carry on their narrative. They've made over 150,000 arrests worldwide of uh, um, enforcing uh, um, sealed indictments. All the bad people that we don't like, well, we don't have to not like them anymore because they're not around to be disliked anymore. I'll say that much. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, we're going to a new currency. It's still going to be the dollar. If you look at the gold seal on your $100 bill, that's the beginning of us going back to the gold standard. And the Trump, he had our military confiscated like some quadrillion dollars worth of gold, which I had pictures of from the Vatican. And right now, uh, London, the Vatican, and Washington, D.C. are officially shut down. And that goes as they've made several arrests with politicians. Our governor, she was just arrested recently. Her and 31 other governors were tricked into going to the Pentagon last week. And they were all placed under arrest for treason and for acts against humanity. Uh, the United Nations and NATO eventually are going to be out the door. They're not going to exist anymore. There's just so much... Uh, I got a lot of videos saved. I've got posts. I've got documents. And, uh, boy, well, it's all good news. Let's put it that way. Dino, Everybody me, talking let, about the world coming to an end? Yeah, let, let for me, the cabal. Let me, let me, uh, the let me inject here for a minute, buddy. Hang coming on. To, their world is coming to an end. 
Okay, so slow you down. can thank Trump for that. All right, hang on, buddy. Slow down. Okay. Here's, here's where I'm at, okay? All right. The Biden administration just invited the United Nations in, and the United Nations is literally coming in, and they are they are now critiquing and advising us on our moral deficiency uh, regarding racism, and they're going to be telling us how to deal with it and what to do. And and now, now if we have a defuncto presidency and they're kicking out the U.S., it sure don't sound like it, buddy. It sure don't sound like it. I mean, that's all part of the narrative. Well, it's you know, all pantomime right thing. now, which you're seeing. All the people on TV, all the bad guys, it's not them anymore. And that's yeah, all I, I can say. And uh, don't I've listen heard, to I, this this stuff about the you know United Nations and all that stuff. you got to remember, that's exactly what it is. It's a uniting of hundreds of nations. While a lot of them have pulled out, Trump is changing our monetary system. And there's just there's just so much going on right now, but it's got to go on behind hidden doors because the general public is not prepared. Little bits being released at a time. What I've shared with you so far is just some of it, but uh, they still have. They're probably about three quarters of the way through their mission. Our military is our special forces. There's other stuff I can't tell you that I can't tell you on the phone here. I have to tell you in private, but. Okay. Uh, you know, trust me. Don't listen okay. to that United Nations stuff. It's all, it's all a scare tactic. It's the Democrats making a last ditch effort because they're desperate because they're they're in hot water. Well, I hope. Do you, you know? I hope and I pray imagine. that you're right. They know I, this, and they're making. I pray that you're right. I just, I'm, all, I'm just all these red flags that they're sending out. That United Nations thing. It's a red flag. Okay. Everything I got you. you hear that's negative is a red flag. Trying gotcha. to distract people, the Americans, but they're mm -hmm. failing because well over 100 million Americans are aware of what's going on now, you know, what's, what's going on on the surface. So you have to uh, just grab your popcorn, sit back, watch the show, don't listen to all that fake news crap because it's worse now than it's ever been. I amen to that. that <laughs> I agree. All right, I really, appreciate don't, the don't get, I mean, Linda and I, we already know what's going on. Right. And right. When, I got you. You know, when we hear, the, we all when we when we hear bits and pieces of the fake news, it kind of throws us off with the, even what we know. But I just tell Linda, I said, look, let's stick to the truth. Don't don't pay it. Don't believe the lies. If we want to listen to them, just to see where they're at, that's fine. But I got you. The bottom right. line is, the Democrat, the deep state, is losing seriously. Okay. Gotcha. So, all right. I appreciate all right, the I'll call, let you go so you get back to your show. All right, buddy. If you want to Thank you. Call later on, please do. Yeah, I, we'll talk later. I appreciate the call. Thanks, buddy. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling, uh, Dino. The number here uh, you can reach us through WAM Radio seven three four eight two two sixteen hundred. Now, I got a couple of things to say about that, and that is, you know, I, I hope and I pray that the information that Dino wants to share with us is valid. I would hope and I would pray that there is another force working behind the scenes that is bringing justice to the tyranny that has taken place in the United States of America. I, I would hope and pray that people like Biden and Kami Harris and, and uh, Nancy Pelosi and et cetera, et cetera, uh, I, that they're exposed, that they're put on trial. And, and I would like to see them punished 
by laws of treason personally. That's that's my sentiment on on them. I would like to hear that the United Nations being United Nations is being expelled. I'd like to hear we're getting back on the gold standard. I'd like to hear all of these things. Um, but the truth is, the truth is the truth. There's facts, and the facts are this: the Biden administration has taken charge, and they are implementing new regulations and rules daily. If they were defuncto, if they were if they were taken out. These things would not be continuing. Um, I, I mean, that's how I see it. And, and I hope and I pray that I'm I'm wrong. I don't think I am, but I hope I am. Uh, nothing I would like to see more than the United States going back to our constitutional republic and uh, getting back on the gold standard and, uh, you know, being a, a sovereign nation without inviting other nations into our business and looking to them for help. And it used to be we were known to help everybody else. And now all of a sudden we've become so pathetic. We can't even we can't even tie our own shoes. So we have to call in. And by the way, once you allow the U.N. in for anything, you know, a little 11 11 the whole lump. Once the door is cracked, once you've opened Pandora's box, you can't get it shut again. They're here. Um, my oh my, are we in trouble? And and that's what's going down right now. So let's get back. I, I want to get on to scriptural things regarding things of today. The Apostle Paul commanded that we're to mark them, which cause offenses and, and division of the doctrine which we have learned and avoid them. That's Romans 16, 17. My question prior to the phone calls was, how are we to mark people. Can we run down to Staples and buy an ink pad and a stamper and put 666 on it, right? Or maybe let's put three X's on it, or let's put Satan on it, on the stamp pad, and we'll, we'll take an ink pad, and we run around all over the world, and whenever anybody says something, we say, hey, hold out your right hand. I, I want to I wanna, I wanna stamp it with Satan. Hey, hang on. I want to stamp 666 on your forehead because we're remarking you. Is that the idea of what Paul was talking about? Do you think Paul meant that we we're to go out and get a branding iron off of some rancher and uh, make a 666 branding iron and heat it up red hot? And anytime anybody says anything that's contrary to the doctrine which we've received, that's causing division religiously, we're to take and, and brand them with a hot iron right on the forehead and put XXX on it. Do you think that's what Paul meant when he said mark them? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. In fact, listen, the Apostle Paul wrote, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now, he, he wasn't pressing to get some stamp, some ink pad stamp or some branding iron on his hand or on his forehead. In Philippians 3.17, he said, brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk so even as you have us for an example. So here in the book of Philippians, the apostle Paul is saying Christians are to be marked. He said, listen, brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk so as you have us for an example. Mark the faithful. That's what Paul is saying here. And again, it's not a recommendation. It's not a suggestion. Paul here is giving us a commandment that we need to mark the Christians 
And then in Romans 16, 17, he said, mark those who are evil. Again, I beg, I plead. What kind of marking is this that we're to do? Are we to get an ink pad and stamp it on somebody's head? Should we walk around with a ballpoint pen and anytime we think somebody's faithful, we put 777 on their forehead or we or we put Christian on their hand? Wait, I have a better idea. Oh, oh another epiphany. Da, 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 da. Are you ready? Here it is. We're going to put a computer microchip on their forehand and I'm going to scan it with my phone. And it's going to tell me they're a Christian. Ah, oh, let's let's do this. Let's put a nano vaccine uh, technology into their bloodstream, and we'll inject it into the right arm. And it's going to be. And, and then when they're going somewhere, we can we can flash some beam across their head, and we can pick up the nanotechnology that this person is evil or this person is good. People, listen to me. Listen to me carefully. Paul, John, Peter, ah, James, Luke, they all wrote the New Testament 2,000 years ago, people. They didn't have ballpoint pens. They didn't have ink pads. They didn't have nanotechnology. They did not have chips. These things were written to them about things which were coming to them in their immediate future 2,000 years ago. In the book of Revelation, chapter 13, let me read to you one of the most popular passages of Scripture that these people freak out on today that they have no clue what they're talking about. Let's begin Revelation chapter 13, verse 1. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. By the way, there's two beasts. There's the land beast and there's the sea beast. And John here says, I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. This is the land beast. And he had two horns like a lamb. And he spake as a dragon. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword, and to live. Now listen to me carefully, verse 15. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand and in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name." Wow. And from this, people freak out and they go nuts and they start saying, oh, uh, people are getting the mark of the beast today. And it's the number of a man. And and, 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 and and they go on and on. I've heard it my whole life. The barcode system, the barcode system. Three sets of sixes, six, six, six. Right. Have you heard that? I've heard it being credit cards, social security cards, driver's license. I've heard it being Chips, they're going to start chipping people. I've heard it being nanotechnology. I've heard it, all of this stuff. Now, real quick, how in the world 
Now, this book, Revelation, was written to the seven churches which are in Asia 2,000 years ago. How could they have ever, 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 ever comprehended such a thing? How is this in their immediate future like John wrote it was? No, no. Again, I'm going to ask, how could Christians be marked? In fact, in Revelation chapter 7, verse 3, Revelation chapter 7, verse 3, John wrote this, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of God, of our God, in their foreheads. How are the servants of God sealed in their foreheads? Here's, ah, I got it now. Another epiphany. Are you ready for this? You see, the way they used to seal letters and books and things back in these days where they would take wax and they would roll up like a scroll or on a letter. They would drip some wax and they would put a seal into that wax and the seal would mark it so that made it legitimate. So, since they had that kind of sealing technology way back 2,000 years ago, it only makes sense to me that we're to run around with hot wax, and, a, and I guess we need to develop some kind of a seal, one that says 666 and one that says 777 maybe, and we're dripping on people's foreheads. We ask them to lie down, and, and um, you know we're going to drip hot wax on their head or on their forehand, and then we're going to stamp it with that seal. Isn't that a great idea? Because the Bible commands us to do that. What are you people thinking? Does that make any sense at all? How are we to mark Christians? How are we to mark the beast? And by the way, the beast here, I believe, is the high priest. That's the land beast. He's from the land of God, Palestine. And the sea beast, which is Nero Caesar, which came from over the sea. He was the Caesar of Rome, which would besiege the holy city in Jerusalem, and ultimately, for a time, times, and half a time, the 42 months, the three and a half years, starve out the Jews and destroy God's old covenant holy city. That's what it was. That was the sea beast. He worked in conjunction with the land beast up until they went to war together. That's what took place, literally. That's what the Bible was pointing toward, literally. Revelation chapter 11, verse 8 that John saw their dead bodies rise out of the street, which is spiritually, saw, uh, spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, where our Lord was crucified. John, writing in his future, said, Jerusalem, in Jerusalem, these things would happen, where our Lord was crucified. He was crucified in Jerusalem. He could not have written it after the destruction of Jerusalem because he saw these things taking place in Jerusalem before it was destroyed. He said it had not yet been trodden down under the feet of the Gentiles. Revelation chapter 11, verse 2. The Bible is talking about the time of the end of the old covenant. The old covenant world. Not the physical planet, not the United States of America, not 2021 or 2022 or any time in our future. It's talking about the end of the old covenant world. The Bible never, ever, ever, never, never, ever, ever says the end of time. It says the time of the end. There's a huge difference. If we were at a ball game and we're the, the ninth inning and there's two outs and there's 
a full count on the batter. And I've turned to you and I said, we're at the time of the end. Would you think the physical planet was going to end or the ball game? Do you see the difference? John was writing about the time of the end of the old covenant world when Christianity was coming into its full glorified state with the destruction of the old covenant temple. They were in their last days 2,000 years ago, people. 2,000 years ago, they were in their last days. We're not in the last days today. Christianity has no last days. It is eternal. There will always be people being converted into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 8 demands that of his kingdom and government. There shall be no end to its increase. Behold, the Lord of hosts will perform this. Whose kingdom? Jesus. Unto, behold, unto us a child is born, and upon his shoulders shall be the government of God. And wonderful counselor, almighty God, shall be his name, everlasting peace. And there shall be no end to the increase of his kingdom. People have the increase of Jesus' kingdom ending if the planet ends, if Christianity ends. If God comes and destroys it all, they they make Isaiah a false prophet because they don't understand that the Bible was written regarding the time of the end, not the end of time. It was regarding the last days of Judaism, not the last days of Christianity. It was regarding the last days and the end of the physical temple of God being where God's presence was, not the end of the physical planet, not the end of the United States of America. Does this make sense? People, I've studied these things for years and years and years. I've debated these things publicly in oral, formatted public debate. I have debated these things in formatted written debate. I understand how these things work. We're getting a call from Tom. Derek, go ahead and patch Tom through. Thank you, Tom, for calling the program this morning. Go ahead with your comment. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'll try to make it quick. Um, you know, uh, just I, I wanted to. You know, I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um, I was just going to try to add a few things from my belief system. I, you know, I've, you know, read the Book of Revelations going back a long way. You know, like fifty years. And um, okay, um, you know, I think what you're talking about, in short, is uh, you know, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Okay, and we're going through these things now. I know in the Book of Revelation it says, uh, you know, anybody who takes away from the prophecies, yes, um, well, uh, their their names taken out of the Book of Life, and anybody who adds to them, the plagues are added onto them. And, yes, Revelation you know, twenty two. Oh boy, 18, 18. we you know we got to be real careful to be scribes and you know, get this right. But you know, yes. my my interpretation. Oh, if I got, I got a big, big, long uh, down there, okay, and I want them to go to a certain place. I say, okay, now if you walk off of this runway on the le- on this one side, this left side, I got guys there with bayonets and whips, and we're going to start whacking you until you get back on the path, okay? Now, if, but on the other side, if you go off on this other side. We got guys with guns, and we're just going to shoot you. So, you know, these, this crowd or oh, she, they're going to try to want, but they're not going to do it. 
Okay, so these these things are our world is evolving, you know, and and uh, this is this is the way we there's a way to evolve. Where we have, there's a lot of pain and destruction in this world, but my my theoriology is we got it as good as it possibly can be for this evil world that we're trying to to make our way through and evolve through. Um, and then I had I just uh, okay so. I mean, basically, uh, we're in the sixth seal right now. It's the one, uh, Revelation chapter six, and into chapter seven, where uh, they had the great earthquake, and that this great earthquake, in my belief system, can happen any time within the next, say, three hundred and fifty years. But you know, I mean, that's that's as, as quick as I can make it. You know, maybe maybe you want to think about that and comment, or maybe you think I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I appreciate the call. I appreciate the comments and I appreciate your participation in the program this morning. And you, we need to explore all these thoughts. We need to explore any reasonable, plausible um, question or comment. And we need to see if there's, if there's validity or if there's uh, something that would cause it not to be valid. Okay. Well, thanks for taking my call. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it, Tom. Okay, folks. Um, real quick. Okay. I agree that Revelation is a book that was written 2,000 years ago to them and the seven churches of Asia about things which must shortly come to pass in their immediate future, which places that in our past. That's where I'm at. The great earthquake of Revelation chapter 6 again, was prophesied by Jesus in Matthew 24 and said it would take place before the destruction of Jerusalem in that generation 2,000 years ago. The plagues, the seals, the trumpets blowing were all things that happened in the last days of the old covenant world, okay? But now, I believe also that this is something, not that these can be fulfilled twice. I do not believe in dual fulfillment. That's impossible. But, it is an example, as Tom said, of things that can reoccur secularly in nations independently and separate and apart from what literally was to take place in the book of Revelation for a different purpose. Let me explain. The things that took place in the book of Revelation was the end of a Jewish economy that would bring an end to their old covenant that God had with them. That can never happen again. That has already taken place. That has been fulfilled. They were in their last days. Their trumpet blew. Christ came in the clouds. They saw it with the destruction of the temple. Okay? All the tribes of the earth shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds. Matthew 24, 31. And this generation shall not pass so all these things be fulfilled. But with that being said... The way things took place to bring an end to that nation then will repeat itself over and over and over and over again with nations throughout eternity. They just will. Do you think that government is so unwise as to think that the easiest way to control its populace is through fear and hunger and coldness and suffering? You know, Joe Biden's not the first to figure this out. Neither was Karl Marx or, or, or Mao or, or any of these other, um, Hitler. They weren't the first to figure these things out. 
they had this thing figured out through civil governments long, long before John even wrote the book of Revelation. People in government and people in power always understood to control the people with an ironclad fist. All you had to do is induce fear, induce some poverty, promise to help, and they, there you've got them. And that's the idea of this marking of the beast. That's the idea of how these things are taking place in the book of Revelation to bring about an end of the old Jewish economy, the old Jewish covenant. And God would bring through those natural means of, of deliverance a new covenant time and a new covenant era, era which is eternal. That's what Revelation is talking about. Therefore, if I start making misapplication of the book of Revelation, I have then added to what it has said, and then the plagues that are written therein are added unto me. But if I take away from what it says, this was written to the seven churches which were in Asia 2,000 years ago about things which were in their immediate future. If I take away from that and say, no, 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 I think this is happening today, well, then my name is taken out of the Lamb's book of life. We cannot just arbitrarily flip a coin and say, well, this may be that, and this may be that. And if that is true, even if it is true that these things are taking place today, that means that the book of Revelation would have no relevance whatsoever to anyone prior than this to, to this generation. How would the people in the 1800s have figured it out? How would the people in the 1500s have figured it out and, and understood it? How would it have even applied to them at all if it were not to happen until us today, when we could finally figure it out and we could see it today. But John wrote, there's a blessing to you who know and keep the things which are written in this book 2,000 years ago. You couldn't, you can't keep things written in the book unless you understood it first. So people in the first century had to understand it, how they were taught, how, you know, when we read the book of Revelation, it is a book of signs and symbols. Revelation 1.1 it was sent and signified, signified unto John, the apostle, book of signs. And the signs, you can find them throughout mainly the Old Covenant of the Bible, the Old Testament. The things that are written in Revelation are repeated throughout the old prophecies and, and, and uh, patriarchs of God who would write things in like the book of Isaiah or Zechariah or Jeremiah or even Moses would write in the book of Deuteronomy. We see the same phrases in Revelation we see back there. We see John repeating those same topics. We cannot take those topics out of context. If we do, they simply become a mere pretext. They have no bearing. They have no validity. They have no real meaning. We have to keep it in its context. We have to understand it as the people in the first century who it was written to would have understood it. If we understand it differently than how they would have understood it, then we are understanding it differently. Um, getting another call, go, go ahead, patch, patch the caller through, and we probably won't have much time for many others, but go ahead, caller, you're on live with Steve. Good morning, Steve. Sorry about two calls. Um, real quick about your mark and stuff, a real thought just coming to my head, what people ain't getting. You said it at the start of the show. We're being marked today as Christians. Absolutely. Absolutely. As, and, and now when you know, you're marked in your hand and when you're marked in your forehead, Tim, here's how it happens. 
a marking in your hand simply means by what you're doing. You can know people by what they're doing. And that's called, Jesus said it this way, you can know them by their fruits. If a man's getting up every Sunday and going to church, you know the man is claiming to be a Christian. You know that by what he does. If yep. a man is getting up every Saturday night and going to the bar, you can know him as, you know, probably a drunkard. You can know so one is a good marking and one is a bad marking. Now, the marking in the forehead is what they believe, and that's exhibited through what they do, what yep, they're talking in, about. Does back, that make sense? Yep. Back in the old days, if you look at writings on what, like today, if you say, get it in your head, man. Back there you in go. the old ancient days, get it in your forehead was the same thing. It was, you know, that's having right. it in your mind. Um, and, and, if it was, and if it was in your hand, they can know it by what you were doing. Your hand exhibits or is a symbol of what you're working, what you're doing. Yep. If we fly an American flag, we're, you know, racist, terrorist. Um, you got it down. Oh, I wish heaven. everybody in this country would listen to you. Rock on and love you, buddy. I, I appreciate that. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Derek, for, all, for manning the phones for us. Folks, we're almost out of time here on, on the broadcast this morning. Um, so I'm not going to give you WHAMS radio because it's just too late to take calls at this point. Uh, I just don't have enough time to properly answer everything. I might, I might could take one more. 734-822-1600 if you want to call them WHAM. If you want to call me afterwards, it's 231-425-6044. That's 231-425-6044. Now, you know, all these fanciful things, the rapture is made up. Uh, they, they say the Battle of Armageddon. No, the Bible never says that. Read the book. Read Revelation 16. It says that he would gather together their allies in Armageddon. Not that there would be a battle in Armageddon. Huge difference uh, of Armageddon. Huge difference. They, Caesar gathered his allies together in the Valley of Megiddo, Armageddon, and they gathered the forces together there, and then they marched upon the holy city, Jerusalem. That's an historical fact. That's what's going on. That's what Revelation 16 is talking about. There's no battle of Armageddon. I mean, people think that Jesus Christ is going to come back, set up a physical kingdom in Palestine, then start going to war with people physically. What's he going to do? Is he is he going to start buying uh, M1A1 tanks? And and uh, wait a minute. Maybe he'll maybe he'll sign a contract with Boeing and start getting fighter jets so that he can kill the bad people. And he'll have. He'll have the people of Japan make him samurai swords so he can stick people in the face with it. And people think Jesus and God have to operate like that to, to win over their spiritual kingdom? And to, to somehow conquer physically? That's ridiculously stupid. It's like saying guns are the problem. It's not the guns. It's the people who have the problem of how to use the guns that create the problem. Deal with the people appropriately. And I think everybody, everybody, everybody who's free in the United States of America should have the right to bear arms. Every And somebody says, well, what about a felon? Listen, if he's that dangerous, don't let the man out of prison and we wouldn't have to worry about it. So let's start sticking to the laws. Let's start doing things right. We wouldn't have to worry about it. If they shouldn't, if they've served their time, they're out of prison, then they have been they paid the price. They've been redeemed. Give them back the rights. If they don't have the faculties to deal with it properly, keep them in prison, and we wouldn't have to worry about them buying a gun. Ah, sorry to get on such a tangent, but people make me crazy. It's crazy how people view things. And um, all we want to do here, we want to be a sounding board 
for a sound mind, for reasonable intellectual conversation and dialogue. That's what we want to do. I want to know the truth so the truth can set me free. I don't want to hear a bunch of um, conspiracy theories, a bunch of plausibilities. I don't want to, I don't need to hear all those things. I, Hey, you know what? Some of them may be actually absolutely truth. I don't know. But the problem is that's the point. I can't know until I can know. I've got to question everything until I can come to an actual fact. Are we in the last days of the United States of America today? I personally think we are. I believe what the Bible says, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach of any people. And this nation has become so sinful, so wicked, so evil, that I don't know how God can continue us to keep on with the abortions that uh, the, the Democratic Party are promulgating. And by the way, if you are a Christian, you cannot be a Democrat. It is impossible. Part of the Democratic platform is abortion and homosexuality. How can you even claim to be Christian and a Democrat at the same time, that is an impossibility, people, an impossibility. I don't claim to be Republican. I don't claim to be a Democrat. I just claim to be an independent citizen of the United States of America doing and reacting and going by what I think is the right thing to do. And as far as a Christian, please don't call me anything other than faithful because that's all I want to be. I'm a faithful Christian and I want to be honest. I don't claim to be smart. I don't claim to be highly intellectually above anybody else, I simply claim to be honest. And if you will be honest, if you will be honest, you can be smarter than anybody else because it's the dummies who are dishonest. If you're dishonest, you can't be trusted. If you're dishonest, you're going to be manipulative. If you're dishonest, you will not hold to the facts. You'll, you'll contrive other things and make them quote unquote factual in your own mind. So if you want to be smart, if you want to be real, if you want to be substantive, if you want to be faithful, before you can do anything else, may I suggest you get honest. It's time for the American people to stop being snowflakes. It's time for the American people to stop being babies. It's time for the American people to grow up, put their pants on, put their bootstraps on, and start going to work and being honest, working for a living. Doing things right, not caving to peer pressure, not caving to ideologies of men, keeping God first in your life, doing what God says do. Until you do that, you're not being honest. Don't tell me you are. There's no way around it. Honesty will demand that there is a creator. He created us. He created this planet. He created everything. He upholds it by the power of his word, Hebrews chapter 1. And we can know that there is a God. And knowing that there is a God, we can know that there's consequences attached to our actions from a just and good, godly God. Don't tell me you're an atheist and you're honest at the same time. That will not work. Don't tell me that you're agnostic. Don't tell me that you're theist or, or an atheist. Excuse me. Won't work, won't work, won't work. Now, back to the mark of the beast briefly. I hope you understand that this marking is not some kind of a computer chip. 
It's not some kind of a bank account. It's not some kind of a nano technology thing in your blood. It's not that at all. Let me uh, deal with this. Hang on here, folks. My phone number that you can contact me at is 231-425-6044. That's 231-425-6044. I hope you call me. Let's have a good conversation. Let's talk about what the Bible's really saying. For heaven's sake, let's get honest. We love you.